listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal. With me as always is... Will Watkins. Uh, thank you everybody who's been listening and subscribing and uh, we got a nice jump of listeners. I wonder what that was. It was that Facebook ad we put out. Um, <laughs> and thanks to everybody who's been coming out to Unsung Heroes. That's been super duper fun. Yeah, man, it's been great. Especially been, the past couple ones have been real good. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard any of the previous episodes, go listen to some Unsung Heroes and if you're in the New York area... Uh, come on out to the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens, Thursday nights at eight o'clock. And, uh, I think we're off for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but that's the, and we were off last week, but I think that's what, it. What, uh, what was the last one we did? Cause that one was fucking dope. The last one was, oh shit, you're gonna put me on the spot. <laughs> um, God, what the fuck was it? Um, we did the, the football one that you were not there for. We did yeah, the, Was it, uh, I can't remember what it was. Because oh, it's been two weeks. We missed last week. Who That's gives a, a shit? It's, no, I want to know. I seriously yeah. want to know. I'm like so. Hold for edit point. <laughs> Why can't I remember this? Because Thor's Day. Oh, yeah, Thor. Oh, yeah. We did gods and myths and monsters and stuff. That's right. Man, um, that was real good. Um, You know who, we should bring you into the conversation. I feel like we're talking about stuff. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was supposed to be a short little, like, hey, everybody listen to this thing and on to our guests. But, <laughs> and then I had uh, a brain fart and I couldn't yeah. remember. Not perfect. It's over. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that voice who would, you just heard that would have been a guest on our show. Uh, no, welcome everybody. A round of applause for Nasser Khan. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Ghosts in the apartment. I'm convinced that, that somewhere right now, some at least one person listening just like out of uh like knee-jerk pavlovian response just started kind of about to clap and was like oh i'm on the subway you know <laughs> like oh wait that's not right that I'm... one person please buy my album when i make it <laughs> <laughs> five years from now someone's listening this will be online forever oh what's the name your album going to be what's the name uh some stupid pun with my last name probably oh with con consequences or the good one yeah that's a good one you have a pun it's a it's a strong pun name you con is is it got a lot going on yeah congress pro and and nasser khan yeah well actually i don't know what time it is uh right now but my sister's actually uh uh giving birth right now she's yeah so she's going through uh contractions oh my brother-in-law came up with that he sent it to me in a group text and he said (laughs) tell the world that's really funny. Uh, yeah, it's a, you're, you're, it sucks when like uh, someone who's not a comedian and they always joke, oh, you could use that in your act. And it sucks when there's some time where you're like, oh, fuck, that's pretty good. I'm going to use that in my act. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use uh, that at least in conversation. At least yeah. in conversation. But you won't tell that person. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. No. Um, but yeah, no, so you're, you're here. You live in New York. You're um, uh, very funny. Uh, I got to know you a little when I was doing the eight, and uh, Kathy would come in. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kathy Hume's former guest of the oh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, she did Buffy. I, how did I not fucking realize we've had you both like this? Oh man, yeah, it's amazing. You're yeah. having a brain farty day, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I just uh, sometimes it's like a crossover episode where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that you two were yeah, in yeah. Ragnarok together. Yeah, right. But here we are. Yeah, uh, Nasser and Kathy were were in Ragnarok together. Yeah, Yeah, I gotta get some of that St. John's Ward or Ginkgo Biloba. Yeah, hell yeah. What's St. John's Ward? Garlic. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shout out to Larry King and his suspenders. Garlic. The only thing keeping them together right now, folks. That delivery alone. Garlic. Um, I like how we're tossing out like shitty supplements. Like we're a bootleg Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sponsored by On It, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Get your alpha brain and your garlic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you're very funny. How how long have you been in New York? Uh, I've been in New York, uh, geez, maybe like the three and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, from where originally? From California. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you handling winters? It's the um, temperature just dropped this week. Finally, we're giving like a weather report for zeros on heroes yeah. weather. Zero. Um, Live from anyway. Uh, yeah. I I don't mind the winter so much because I moved here in April of 2014, which in comedian years is like a hundred yeah years like ago. A billion years ago. Uh, but my One engagement ago for me. Oh yeah! Congratulations. Oh, I mean, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> That's the exact response. Um, but I moved here in April. It was early April, and my third day here, it hailed. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you remember. Everybody remembers April 2014 hailstorm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I so wasn't up here for the great hailstorm of 2014. <laughs> I wasn't I'm, up here yet. I moved up here like the year, like right after Sandy, like May after oh, wow. Sandy. So people were still like talking about Sandy yeah. and everyone was talking about hurricane stuff. And I was like, I don't want to be the dude that walks into New York City and be like, you fuckers think that's a hurricane. Exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you about her, you know. And I, yeah. But it was just, yeah. I you can't it. you can't yell at those people while they're still, you know, trying to get the water out of their galoshes. Yeah. yeah. Literally like, they're like we just finished reconstruction on our roof. And I'm like, oh, you think that's bad? <laughs> um, no, I don't know. But it's yeah. I, But how was where in California? I'm from the Bay Area, from okay. Northern California, but I, I lived like in two LA. Cal- you lived in LA too? Yeah. There was like two Californias. Those are very there are different. Two Californias. Cali- That's the yeah. This is a state motto actually. It's a. That's actually a flatter. <laughs> Fuck theory. LA, I believe, is the California motto. I'm not Fuck sure. LA? Yeah. No, that's not true. Did you uh, uh, Did you just stand up in LA? No, I I moved here to start here. Oh, yeah, that's a horrible in. decision, right? To no, make. Yeah, that's great. Well, I tell people that, and they're like why and yeah. i'm envious of gentlemen like yourselves who started you know in elsewhere a different scene, yeah. elsewhere it is a tricky it is there is a difference yeah. when you start somewhere else new york is like a weird like you're blessed with an overabundance but it's also like that that you're paralyzed by probability like how what am i gonna do what can i do there's there's a hundred mics tonight yeah. and i'm gonna go to none of them yeah, you know what i mean exactly. like, there's like yeah. a million things to do and i'm gonna sit here and order seamless you know yeah because it's such a big city, you can easily fall into that yeah. trap of just uh, you're always overwhelmed. Did, by it. W- did you settle into like how did you did you find it welcoming here? Um, in terms of in comedy, the comedy, or, yeah. Well, I had no idea oh, about about what it was like or what you know open mics were like or scenes or anything like that. And um, I I don't know, like I I think I I made friends pretty quickly. Mm. And uh, I've kept a lot of the same friends that I have. Um, so in terms of that, that you know, for like uh, having the f- same friends for like three years now, that's that's a good thing in itself. Yeah, it's kind of like like school in the sense that you have your class. You know, yeah, like you have yeah. whoever you were, like whoever was familiar to you. You know, you, there's the upperclassmen. Like, oh, that guy's a senior. You yeah, know, like he's yeah. cool. And yeah, then he, you know, they get. Then you realize you're like, oh, they were just in the same situation as I was, but like they had been there longer. That's exactly, it. yeah. Um, like we're all on the same level. 
What did you do before? What did you do in California? Uh, in California, I did what a, industry did you leave? What, I uh, when when I lived in L.A., I um I worked in film production as like a, a PA. That's what and I, like a coordinator. I remember you had talked about like working. Like, did you work on? You weren't working for. Not on set or anything like that. You were working for companies. I would. Um. I. It was like a mix. Like yeah, yeah. I. I. I worked uh, for some like new media companies. So I would. Um. I would like org- help organize the shoot, and then I would be there on the set, also. And and um. And but then I would also work for in like big facilities, like uh, you know, where they uh, have sound stages and stuff like that. So That's it was like dope. a mix of everything. Yeah. I don't remember any of those skills though. Um, because <laughs> it's it's true. It's one of those industries where the more time you spend away from it, like you completely you lose, forget. Yeah, yeah. It's like I a, love. It's I, like another language where you learn in Spanish in high school, yeah. and like ah, oh, I don't remember anything. Yeah, <laughs> you remember the basics. How many yeah. times did uh, you meet Kevin Spacey? Uh, oh uh, no! Legally, I'm not allowed. To, <laughs> no, I I didn't meet Kevin Spacey, but I didn't. I did meet some really cool people. Um, I met. I'd, l- I'd like to think that we're hearing about all the terrible people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for if you're if you're listening to this in the future, yeah, uh, in 2017, they, a lot of shit went down yeah. with uh Hollywood men being fucking creeps, yeah, and uh, it really does, it really is a bummer, you know. I w- I was never like one of those Louis fanatic, like a Louis bandwagoner. I was never yeah. one of those guys that that guy's a fucking genius. I was like, oh, his show is good, yeah. His stand up specials at the beginning were good and then after a while you're like I could see what he's doing. They're fu- they're fine. He's not like Yeah. So it di- that one didn't really hit me that hard. But um and everyone kind of knew there was always rumors about Kevin Spacey being a creep and all that stuff. I'm just like I have my favorite my one of my heroes is Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. And yeah, if yeah. I ever hear anything about Tom Hanks being like I would I would I would be distraught. Right. You know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. these other guys. Like, Harvey Weinstein and Brett Ratner. Fuck those guys. Yeah. who People who already have, like, a sleaziness to them. But yeah. he's so wholesome. I uh, Do you think that he has something? Uh... I'm sure everybody's had, like, uh, like things they're not proud of. Like, they get drunk and they had a, like, they had a, like, yeah, people have gotten drunk and had, like, a fight or something like that. Or, like, yeah. an argument or thrown up on something. Yeah. You know? I think uh, Tom Hanks has his other son. No, oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's the worst thing about him. Is yeah. That his other son is a rapper. Yeah. A white rapper who says the N-word all the time. Chet yeah. Hayes. <laughs> that's his name. Ooh. I I uh, have not heard any of it. Is, have you heard it? I have not. No. Has anybody? <laughs> no. Is he like putting the, the, the block on getting his music out there? Oh, I wonder. His like, son's <laughs> like, why am I not getting famous? Meanwhile, Tom Hanks is paying every Ooh. producer in the world to yeah. be like, no, put it out. Yeah. There, could, there actually could be dollars. some truth to that. There probably could be. Yeah. Uh, and Colin Hanks was good in Dexter. I like Colin Hanks. Um, yeah, he's good nice in Orange County. That. that was a good movie. Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah. else has he been in? But uh, he's been in stuff. But like, that's the, I'm like, let's focus on the good guys. You know? Yeah. Like, uh. Like, um, I never heard a bad thing about Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. He's a very nice guy. He's got to be yeah. a nice guy. I met him once. He was very cool. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met some cool people, you know, like, in doing acting stuff, you know? Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll always preach the gospel of Bruce Campbell. Like, oh, okay. The, yeah, Bruce yeah. Campbell, Evil Dead Bruce Campbell, because yeah. nice, he was the nicest dude in the world. And he seemed to be, like, 
everybody l- on set, the crew, everybody loved that motherfucker. Good, yeah. Yeah, that that was like, that's a good sign. That's Briscoe County Jr. Yeah, yeah. That's my boy right there. Um, but let's not talk about our heroes. Uh, let's let's go to our Hero of the Day <laughs> Hero segment. of the Day, kind of related. I'm going Hero of the Day is going to be Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, oh. Gadot, Gal Gadot. Is it Gal Gadot or Gadot? It's Gadot. Gadot? Yeah. It's not French. It's Gadot, Israeli. Don't you know? Go. Hey, oh, yeah. come on with the puns. Uh, I look with the puns. Uh, she's a Wonder Woman person. She's uh, the Wonder Woman character. She does that. And she recently said that uh, because of all the horrible things that have come to light about Brett Ratner, that she said uh, it's either her or Brett Ratner for Wonder Woman 2. Yeah. Because Brett Ratner's uh, production company uh, is, putting up. is putting up money for uh, the Wonder Woman movie. So she was like, get him out, buy him out. I don't want him any, any uh, part of this because this is supposed to be a uplifting, uplifting feminist movie. Yeah, yeah. he he put uh, when he was doing X Men or whatever that Ellen Page. Did you, you guys read the mm-hmm. Ellen Page yeah. post? Yeah, Jeez, man. Super, like what a fucking creep. And I'd heard, I'd read things like that before. I, uh, Olivia Munn also was yeah. vocal about that guy being a fucking yeah. weirdo. And, Did you um, read the thing about the shrimp cocktail? No. What the fuck? Oh she, no! This is horrible. What she? Uh, <laughs> so uh, Olivia Munn. Uh, somebody. Somebody's like, "Hey, Brett Ratner wants to talk to you in his trailer." So he. She walks into his trailer, and Brett Ratner is there with his robe open, masturbating with one hand, eating a shrimp cocktail with the other. What? And then what cross contamination. Yes. Yeah. So then she goes, "Oh, I'm gonna leave," and he goes, "Don't worry, don't don't leave." And then he comes while holding the shrimp cocktail, just like comes right in front of Olivia Munn. It's oh, like, no. who's eating a shrimp cocktail and masturbating at the same time? Oh no! Aside from doing it in front of somebody, uh, all I can say is that I maybe it was to like be like, yeah, it looks bigger, right? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. All I can say is that <laughs> I feel super lucky that I am uh, not aroused by gross craziness. Like, I don't understand these motherfuckers. Like, to me, it doesn't make sense. I understand. But also, like, those people who pee and poop on each other don't make sense to me either. <laughs> so, like, Fecophiliacs. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. The vampire vampire motherfuckers? Fe- fecophiliacs? Is Fe- that what they call them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh, uh, it's all... it's. But, like, I equate that with the same kind of, like, you know, like, because I don't understand. First of all, like, at what point, like, what? how much deviance do you have where you're, like, not even putting the shrimp down. You can't separate the two yeah. things. Yeah. Calling someone in, you know, like that's, that's gotta be. I mean, there's gotta be a part of the ego where he f- thinks he's like a Roman emperor who's just like, <laughs> yeah, Dionysus yeah. with the grapes and shit. Was, like, he even, was he even really a good director? No, no, no. That's the that's the other thing too. Is that like I didn't like Brett Ratner from his movies. So then when all these things started coming out, I was like, yeah, justifiable rage. Yeah, it's not just because you fucked up the Dark Phoenix saga. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he fucked up uh, X Men Three: The Last Stand. That's mm-hmm. the one that Ellen Page was like, "Yeah, b- like this guy's a fucking creep." And um, and then uh, Rush Hour, Rush Hour Three, I think he did all the Rush Hour movies. Right? Did yeah. he do all the Rush Hour? I, think yeah. so. I thought that was his because uh... that was the one Olivia Munn got fucked up on was the Rush Hour, whichever one she was in. The three, I think. Uh... I don't know, but I, either way, Gaga putting like what a stance, like yeah. yo, like. I'm Wonder Woman, who like oh that's like that story about uh, that Kevin Smith tells about um, uh, Die Hard four or five I can't remember which one it was but the one Kevin Smith was like oh where he's like having an argument with the produ- with the with the production company and then he's like oh so who do you who's your uh, second choice for John McClane 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, nobody, right? Yeah. So it was like, wh- like, well, that's where it's brave is that, like, technically they could recast Wonder absolutely. Woman because th- she literally only did the one, but like, she was so prolific in that role that, like, no, no, people fucking loved of the DC movies. That's the that are good all one. garbage. Yeah. That's the only one that's good, and and people would. The optics on that would be fucking horrible. People would be up in arms if yeah. they replaced yeah. Gal Gadot because of Brett Ratner. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I can't believe he even, like, they took money from him for that movie. Or Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, with all the, like, that's the thing about, that's the thing about all this Hollywood stuff is that there's, it's like politics now with, like, Trump and all that shit. Before social media and before like you know consciousness of the the social issues and so identity politics and stuff like that before that there no one knew any of this stuff would happen until like decades later yeah you know what i mean fucking so like now, errol flynn who played robin hood in the fucking 1920s raped a girl and then still had a career fatty arbuckle yeah. fucking raped tons of women yeah and people it was killed like people. the Hollywood machine. Yeah, yeah that's true. I oh, mean, yeah, fucking Christopher Walken killed, uh, what's her name? They, they haven't proven that, but one day they will. Yeah, they will. He totally Sorry, did. Chris. Uh, and Matthew Broderick. But yeah, I, I give it up for Gal Gadot, because like, not only did she do that, like she was originally supposed to present an award to Brett Ratner. Ew. And then she found out about it, was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. I will yeah. not be in the same room as that dude. And then like two days later, it was like, Fucking make the movie without me because I ain't doing it. Yeah, I can only imagine how many other actresses reached out directly to Gal Gadot and be like, yo, you need to know what's going on. Yeah. If you don't already know, this is the shit that's happening. Yeah. And it's it's just a real... it. As as a man, there's that removal of like, I can't be in that position. Like, I don't know if I've ever been... I'm also a giant man, so I don't know if I've ever been in a threatened position. The stuff with Louis, wherever... Like, people who are defending Louis are, like, the worst of these assholes who are... who are, or Oh, they could have left the room and all that stuff. It's like, man, you have... Like, there's no way for us, for you to put yourself in that position other than the fact that the... Like, this is what they're saying is... is is impactful to them. And, 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 you know, listen to... You know, like, believe the fact that it's affecting them fucking big time... In the in the sense that like you can't relate, so you only have these people to listen to, and one of them literally goes, oh, "Yeah, I fucking did it. Yeah, I, I was a real fucking monster." Yeah, he said he admitted to it. You know, it's, it's just real fucked up, and it's and again, it just goes to show like people like Tom Hanks and Danny DeVito <laughs> who stand up in the face of all of this bullshit and re- maintain their good. Oh God, if something if I find out anything about either of those two, it would crush me. Yeah, the, that's a real that's a real bummer. Hopefully nobody uh, does any you know, no news comes out about my favorite actor, Casey Affleck. Oh. <laughs> Man, I would hate. Oh, Will. Oh, boy, <laughs> Will. You got to sit down for a minute. Oh. I got, uh, got a I couple got... of stories to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like, let me put it this way. It w- people would be pissed if they recast Gal Gadot. No one would be offended if they recast Ben Affleck. <laughs> like, if the truth comes oh, out yeah, about yeah. him, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, there was the video where he grabbed that woman's breast. Who was the the wife of, uh, uh, what was his name? The guy who played his dad in fucking Batman vs. Superman. He plays Negan on Walking oh, Dead. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, he, he grabbed his wife's, she was an MTV VJ at the time, and grabbed her boob. Oh jeez! Yes. Yeah, oh my bananas. god! Fuck, Brent. Yeah, this is. It's just so far. Like, cause I, it's it's. I don't want to sound like an apologist, but I know a lot of people who are like 
good people, you know, so it's it's hard to like and men who are who are like, you know, living a like a good life and they're trying their best and they're doing what they can and they fuck up and all that stuff. But not to this like what kind of what the balls on this mother? I like it just I just yeah. don't relate to it. I equate it with the fucking peeing and the pooping. <laughs> I don't understand too it. Much, too much money and too much power. and Yeah. You know. That's the other thing I wonder about, though, is that, like, these are the ones that are, like, in the public eye. Like, how many people are, like, the deli manager at the at the grocery yeah. store? Yeah, exactly. I can't remember who Less posted. Less glamorous I, Yeah, yeah. Stories. I can't remember who posted the tweet, but they're like, the, if these are the celebrities, imagine the what these other, like... Office managers. Dumb fucks I think they can get away with. Single it. mothers who really need this job. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, good lord, this is a huge bummer. But that's not what we wanted <laughs> to talk about. Last episode yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. No more heroes left. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, this is it. I mean, we're gonna have to start like uh, maybe have to go back to past episodes and do some little rec- retcon of like, <laughs> hey, this is before we found out that they're a monster. <laughs> I don't think anybody's done anyone that's come out as a terrible person. But Ugh. fuck, now I gotta go back and look. Yeah. yeah. What was <laughs> the archives? We can't even remember what the last unsung heroes was. I think somebody did do Jerry Seinfeld, and technically he did date a minor when he was like 39 yeah. oh boy yeah. let's change the subject <laughs> let's talk about anything else yeah how about the hero uh yeah he, he, today's hero yeah you picked a hero and i i the only thing i know about him is what siri said when i said who is this person and it comes up with a little like snippet a little little synopsis and uh but i i'm cu- i'm curious as to why you picked him this is a great discovering moment for all of us really yeah but you picked uh, your hero is Stuart lee yeah. Uh, so we always ask, what's the first thing? Like, so what's the first thing you think of when you think of Stuart Lee? Um, genius. I think. I think he's a genius. He's a he's a British guy. He's a British guy. He's a comic from the UK. He's been. <laughs> it would be strange if your hero was just a British guy. Yeah, just a British guy. <laughs> just uh, his name's uh, Nigel, and he <laughs> works at a grocery store. Yep. In uh, yeah. I'm also a fan of Dominic Fogarty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dominic yeah. Fogarty. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, best arms in the biz. Uh, yeah, nice guy all around. Very no, but, strong. But Stuart Lee, he's uh, he's a comedian. He's a he's a British comedian. Yeah, Stuart Lee's a comedian. He's a uh, um, he's been doing it over at least thirty years, okay. possibly longer. Um, he started. Yeah, he started in like the early nineties. Um, he uh, he uh, he has multiple specials. He had uh, a four series of a television show on the BBC. Um, he ha- he's doing a show right now in the UK. Um, he's inspired a lot of comedians, both in the UK and in America. Um, so he's he- one of those like like he's not the Beatles. He's the band in Germany that the Beatles heard that. Inspired yeah. the the Beatles. Yeah. yeah, I also like when I when I watch him, like he does kind of remind me of like a British Bill Hicks a little bit. And oh. I know like Bill Hicks was pretty big over in the UK, yeah. so I wonder if there's some crossover or influence that way because he's very political in his stances a lot of times. Yeah, oh, okay. he, he talks about like a lot of stuff happening in society, and um, so and he is like an uh, he is he one of these kind of confrontational comics? He's very kind of. He's confrontational, in face. but and not not so much uh, as confrontational as British people do. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll do two <laughs> things that are confrontational. Uh, the first thing is he'll just talk about other comedians, like he'll shit on other comedians in his oh, act, but in a wow. in a very yeah. funny sort of way. Um, 
and then he'll also kind of like pit the audience against each other. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. If a joke goes, he'll be like, "Oh well, this side of the crowd really likes the joke, not so much like this other side." And he okay. kind of like pits them against each other, and uh, it's I just very funny. He almost like insults the audience a lot of times. Exactly, where he's like, yeah. "Oh, that joke, you fucking dumb people, you don't understand." Yeah, it's very interesting meta. to me. It's it's weird, like, because I'm gonna be honest with you, that's the kind of stuff I don't like when I hear not good comedians do it. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, one of my favorites is the Thank God for Jokes, that Berbiglia special. Have right. you seen it? Yeah. Where uh, he, he gets, like, where the audience is like, whoa, this is more than I expected, and then he calls it out and all that stuff. But it's still great. I yeah. hate when people do it and it's unfounded. Yeah. But, so this guy, he... When did you get into, like, uh, British comedy? Are you a fan of, like like the like a blanket statement like i love british comedy no you know truthfully he's like probably the only british comedian that i really there are like a couple here and mm. there but he's like the only one that i've really like really you looked into his career and like learned uh he um he wrote a, a book where he collected um i think it was like three or four of his uh specials and he transcribed them out Oh, wow. I didn't even know that yeah. transcribed out he his transcribed spe- his specials and wow. then he also had footnotes on the bottom and the footnotes you know are both funny and like insightful and give you background yeah um i'll show you guys after i brought the book what what an interesting breakdown yeah for someone to do of their own kind of because it yeah they love super interesting yeah it's like he loves the craft of it and uh he he um never really chased commercial success. Like a lot of comedians here will try to get their own sitcom or TV yeah. show or like do panel on a TV show or something like that. And which he, is huge over there. Yeah. Which is huge over there, but he stayed away from it all. Like he, he, he's only done panel like once or something like that on a wow. TV show. Yeah. And he's never really acted before. Um, he did have his own show and that was just him doing every show would be him doing 30 minutes of stand up just 30 <laughs> minutes of brand new stand up yeah well yeah but it was like uh like eight episodes per series right british or episode. something like right, that right. yeah um and then he would cap it off with like a sketch at the end um but it's just it's amazing what was the show called you remember uh it's called Stuart lee's comedy vehicle yeah <laughs> Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh one of his specials is on uh Netflix in the US and uh and then one series of uh the comedy vehicle is both. So you check it out if you get a chance. Uh No, it's it's super interesting. I mean, we'll put it on the on the list of of on when we do the episode. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while, but the, but recommended that, but the viewing? Z, yeah, the Z, the queue, we put put stuff in the oh, queue. Yeah. Oh, like the the hero queue. Uh, because yeah, we like that's a good way to to kind of get to know like why you like this person exactly. But, yeah. So when you when you start like, cause you're, I guess fairly new newer in comedy. Hell yeah, to I don't some, know shit about shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this episode's no. Uh, oh, is this a n- uncensored episode? Can we? Of course, yeah. All right, say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, but cool. the idea being that, um, like. It's it's interesting what, like what your influences are. You know, it, do you consider him an influence or are you just a fan? Do you feel it filter into your comedy sometimes? I I I don't know if I let it it it's definitely tried to make me be more honest with my stand up. Like I like I I don't know. I kind of like comics like that who kind of break the wall and like comment on the jokes and stuff. Like I like people like him, I like Andy Kindler, I like Eddie Pepitone, Ooh. people like that, you know. Those um, are Rory yeah. Scoville. Yeah. Rory Scovel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People kind of like, you know, if something doesn't hit, they'll like 
Yeah, they take like the meta approach to it, where it's yeah. almost like the bomb is funnier than the actual, like Johnny Carson style. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, he's uh, he's notorious for like breaking, like Stuart Lee's notorious for breaking down his story. He's like, and now I'm doing a callback. Yeah. Or, like, Interesting. Yeah. 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 Or he'll be like, I'm going to spend the next seven minutes talking about this thing. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it seems like more structure and like he like it's it seems almost more like like a like a berbiglia type yeah, yeah. constructed type play yeah. one act one man oh, totally type show. yeah 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 i gotta I, i'm interested in checking him out because i love i'm a big i love i'm a fan of british comedy yeah more so this like sketch stuff and sure, like sure, like yeah. i'm a huge money python fan uh, but i also really loved eddie izzard like i loved yeah. eddie izzard a lot i wa- i've seen all of that guy's specials and you uh well, you're sitting right next to the radiator. If you want to move, you can. That's is it? No, it's uh, it's holistic. It's holistic. You're <laughs> yeah, in, like, going ru- into his you know that rust. That's a callback uh, yeah. to uh, what we were talking about before we start recording. Yeah, for those of you who aren't here. Hey, that's good. Let's call back to stuff that's not on the show. <laughs> a, but fill uh, in the gaps yourself. But in all fairness, like you are breathing rust steam or something. <laughs> I don't know what comes out of there. I'm worried about it, but uh, and the New York City radiators. Yeah. Hell oh, I'm yeah. sure it's not as bad as. All that rat piss I've been breathing in the whole day. Fair enough. He works uh, at the rat piss factory. Yeah, for yeah, those yeah. of you who don't know, they make rat piss there over on Garbage Island. <laughs> none, of that, none of that synthetic stuff for me, baby. Yeah. Freshly squeezed rat piss. We get that. <laughs> <laughs> I grossed myself out with that one. Hell yeah! But I do. I, I, but I going back to the the, the British. Like they do have a, com- a different sensibility. That's one of my dreams is to go do comedy in 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 England oh, or yeah. in the yeah. UK. Yeah, because I. I, because I do feel there's, you know, you hear all the stories about British comedy being much more interactive, like they're like heckling is almost like a skill over there. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's really? what I hear stories about. Like, there's there was a show I saw a video of a show, uh, like, um, where the whole point is the crowd literally has to get if you can make it through like three minutes or four minutes or whatever, you win a prize or something like that. Oh, wow! And uh, as the comic. Like the audience's goal is to fuck with you the entire time. If you can get through your set, you win. Which sounds like torture, but yeah. this one guy gets up and just kind of crushes and and does really well. And and it's that whole testament of like you earn their respect a little bit more. Yeah. That's I'm not I'm I like I don't like hecklers, but I like when you get a good heckler that that you can kind of put them in their place. Yeah. But the audience is with you. Like I I, yeah. I enjoy that the. The no safety net moment. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know? Are it's you like good with hecklers? Uh, I've probably only been heckled a couple of times, and uh, it's it's more like it, it wasn't like negative heckling. You know, it's more like positive. You heckling. had cheerleader hecklers. Yeah, that happens all the time. You know, where they're like, their laugh is like behind everybody else's laugh. You oh, know? Or yeah. Like yeah. they'll just blurt something out. Um, I had someone explain the jokes to the people at their table with after every joke yeah. oh, no. so see what he's trying to do yeah. is uh yeah, yeah. and like literally like the punch on hit everybody laugh, and then he turns like ah because of the fuck the guy right yeah. because of the guy he all slaps right him on the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh i i just kind of like called i just love that that moment you're right i guess the support of Hector, oh man fine. Yeah. i uh when i was uh, i was watching thor ragnarok and uh i realized there's a uh a heckler that's uh, like the traditional movie theater hecklers. Everybody's like, I don't want the black people there because the black people talk during the movie. You know what's worse than that? It's the white guy who's like making like Mystery Science Theater 3000 during the movie. Oh, no. oh and yeah. And they're like talking to their friends. 
making jokes and it's like no just watch the fucking movie yeah 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 we went I, there was a there was a guy i went to go see thor ragnarok just like when, uh, on friday and um, in theaters now in theaters yeah. <laughs> yeah. or in the past when, yeah. because we was don't know in theaters it, yeah. at some point in time it was in theaters and i went to go see it and the guy and there was like you know how there's the the row where everybody walks past with the aisle so they have the all the leg room he sat yeah. there and we were the row right behind him and the guy was just so fucking happy to be there. Like he was just loving everything. He's yeah. just so full of joy yeah. that every time something would go, he'd be like, God, he'd start clapping by himself. Like not at the end of the movie when there's like everybody claps like a big action yeah, sequence. Yeah. None yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. It was literally just him so full of joy at seeing Thor. <laughs> and I kind of was like, oh, but also, you know, shut the, shut the fuck up yeah. a little, you know. We're but that's good, good for you, but yeah. also, you know, quiet, quieter. Bring it in a little. Yeah. Uh, but British stand-up comedy is, uh, I think in the last five years, it's changed even more so than uh, it has been. Because, like, it's been stuck in, like, 1980s mode yes. for, like, the past, like, 20 years. They didn't have and that just, bubble burst. Yeah, just in, like, the past five years, it started getting more, uh, they were developing their own style, basically, mm. where a lot of it is, uh, there's a lot of setup. But the payoff is always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see that with like Stuart Lee does that a lot where it's like sometimes he'll be talking for a good 30 to 45 seconds with no laugh. Yeah. Like the laughs per minutes are not there. But mm-hmm. then when the laugh comes, it's like, oh, yeah, here we yeah. go. You know, I've never been a big believer in the laugh per minute thing. Oh, I, yeah, I don't like it. I feel like it's very forced to be like, well, every 20 seconds, every 15 seconds, I got to get a laugh. I, I mean, I understand that you have to, like, they have to, like, if you're telling a punchline, then there should be a laugh behind it. Of course. But there shouldn't be a rule as to, like, every punch, because then that means that every punchline has to come, or there has to be a tag every certain number of seconds, and I'm yeah. just like... Well, that kind of feels like math now, yeah. less well, than... I think it's, it, to me, it's not even the mathematical formula. I think that has to rely more on the audiences. Like, an audience like Stuart, who goes to see Stuart Lee, they're like, yeah. they're higher intelligence, yeah, yeah. more than likely. Yeah. Uh, they're more likely to... Ooh, s- we're profiling audiences Oh, now. I will I will profile the fuck out of an audience. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> let's say you're at the Miami Improv, and you go 30 seconds without a joke... Or without a without a laugh, they they're tune gonna out. they're tune they out. Tune out. Yeah. You're right. They need You're a right. Burt Kreischer every five seconds. Something crazy happens. The ADD style of audience could never sit through a Bob Newhart or a Stuart Lee. Yeah, oh, I fucking love Bob Newhart. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that more tr- like the um, older school comedy um, that you know who it's starting to sound like you know you guys know barry crimmins yeah yeah, yeah. um he's at the creek all the time he's I love the, that guy. yeah yeah i buy him beers every single time i see him yeah he's he's this older guy great you know documentary there's a, yeah the documentary great documentary. Is, is, great documentary great work that he does too just you know not in comedy yeah yeah, yeah. And, and as an advocate for for child abuse and child sex abuse and yeah. all that stuff but also he is very political like all like when they showed the old old footage of him in the 80s and stuff he was be he was very political yeah. and, and you know, so but he's he's got an interesting approach on all this stuff where it's it's carlinesque but like with punchlines you know like yeah. that kind of thing and and so it, does he does Stuart Lee kind of fit into that does he talk about politics or is it observational? It's a it's kind of a mix, man. And yeah. like sometimes it'll just be stories that he's telling. Um, mm. it, it's a uh, it's kind of all over the place. He kind of attacks every style, and he knows how to write jokes too. Like the the big rap that he gets is that maybe he's too boring or he doesn't know how to write traditional jokes, but he does know how to do that, which I think goes into that rule. Like 
you you should only be able to explore the the craft and what limits there are and try to break all that stuff as long mm-hmm. as you know how to write or tell a joke first you know right right you know I, I I do think there's like in in an open mic scene in any any city not just New York New York is just really condensed and compressed pressure yeah. cooker of a open mic scene yeah but there's a lot of breaking the rules without knowing them like once you have yeah. to know the rules before you can break them yeah and be this next level person you know whatever you but like there's a lot of the mimicry of what they think breaking the rules is without having learned what they are yet yeah and that to me is always that that's those are the ones that you could see those edgelord motherfuckers where they're yeah. just like oh a groan is as good as a laugh and it's like mm, that's those, is it that's nope. those dudes who saw the first like five minutes of i think it was chewed up the Louis special, and they're like, "Oh, I can say the N word and F word and C word on stage." It's yeah, like, yeah. "No, you can't." Yeah, he barely could. I don't even think he could, but he did it anyway. Yeah, and he yeah. got away with it. Yeah, but you fucking can't. It's like uh, the first person to do it is the revolutionary, and then anyone else who does it afterwards is a mimic. Yeah, like you, you got to know how to uh, build the house before you can burn it down and collect the insurance money. Like, <laughs> yeah, sort of fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, you, you gotta know where to set the kindling. And you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, to, there's a process. How to, to make it. it not look like arson? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a like, skill. There was one uh, part I disagree with Stuart Lee about, and it's over something really stupid. There's one part when he makes fun of uh, American stand-up comedy. Ah, yeah. And he starts, which I agree with. I hate fifty-fifty jokes. The I'm fifty percent this, fifty percent this. That means blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, like I'm. 50%. Oh, I don't really. Who I'm does 50- that? Yeah, that's the thing. He says all these American stand-up comedians do these. I'm half this and half this. That means blah blah blah. And it's like, who? Which comedian? Are you just looking at open mic comedians? Those you know are like shitty first-year open mic comedians do those jokes. No prolific American stand-up comedian has ever been like, I'm half Jewish, half cuban i floated here on a bagel <laughs> like nobody no that real comedian does that bad. that that's was a, all right that's a very buoyant uh yeah, device inflatable right there. i get it yeah. there's a there's a i don't know he doesn't do comedy anymore there's a comic in south florida named ivan hernandez where he literally got on stage this is before i knew stuart lee was we're gonna bleep this out by the way no, 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 no. <laughs> he's fine but uh, he, he would go he all right anymore right he would go was that does he do comedy no he quit but he would go, all right, give me two nationalities, I'll do a 50-50 joke. And then somebody would shout out two nationalities, and he would make up one of those jokes oh. on the spot, because it's oh. fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. But well, my, my issue was like, who is who is Stuart Lee watching that he's seeing these 50-50 jokes? Yeah. I think he's poking fun at just the idea of American comics <clears throat> as like these crass sort of like... Or dumb. Yeah, yeah. or dumb. I think we're the dumb ethnicity for the British. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, like in in even in in the United States, the dumb group is the southern. Oh, you know, like the southern uh-huh. people are always. I'm a big old dummy. I'm an idiot. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and and like so, everybody has their group that they think is stupid. Like even the Cubans think the Puerto Ricans are dumb. You know, like there's always that that weird rivalry and all that stuff. So for sure, we are that ethnic group for them. For <laughs> yeah. sure, the dumb Americans. We're the we're the 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 crazy Americans. And you know, American comics will go over there and tour. You know, and like yeah, play in the yeah. big arenas and whatnot over there. And so I'm sure they have more exposure to them? I don't know. Well, it's, that's uh, know. the thing. Like, it, they uh, even uh, I've watched a lot of documentaries about British stand-up comedy. 
Oh, and they all reference how uh, the only true American art form is stand-up comedy. Right, right. And that's why they're so backlogged with all these 80s-style comedians over there, because yeah. they've never grown out of that. And uh, that's their only experience for the longest time. So, like, anytime an American stand-up comedian goes and, like, sells at a theater, it's packed out. They love... When Louis Black goes over, when fucking whichever American comedian, Chris Rock or whoever, yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart, they love him over there because it's like, oh, this is how, this is the new stand-up comedy. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Like I have family in Europe and France, and I remember going there, and I always felt like they were behind in the music too. Like they always feel like they're a decade, like like pop culture outside of the United States, especially now that the cycle is so quick. Yeah, like you're popular today, and then like tomorrow. It's over. The, it, it, like yeah. tomorrow, like it literally is like, oh yeah, that person. It's like Jesus Christ it was yesterday. Or, you know, like something's only released on title. So like only a few people, you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's super like niche and very kind of like segmented. But so in like Europe where they don't, you, you like I guess now with the internet it's easier, but I remember going there one time and it was like, I was just so far removed from it and they were, they were like just discovering like, they like they still had hair metal going on. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, all right. I get that they're yeah, all right. Okay, they're a little. And it behind. wasn't a tribute band; it was actual like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a white I, snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were still like into it. Like they hold on to things longer. I David guess. Hasselhoff. Oh, dude, they love him in Germany, right? Yeah, Is that I the guess. Thing? Do they still love him in Germany? Yeah, I think so. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that was that was a very '90s thing, but he was big in Germany. And yeah, let me get Angela Merkel on the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, it's, yeah. I am Angela Merkel. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know how popular he still is, but <laughs> I was going to do one of those that fake calling bits. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like England's really good now uh, with uh, like pop music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All they the dominate. Ed Sheeran's yeah. and the One the, Direction's. Yeah. And... First of all, Gautier? Ed Sheeran. No. Gautier, is <laughs> he British? What year is it? See, <laughs> see, here yeah. today, gone today. Yeah. Um. No, but I, speaking of Ed Sheeran, I, I saw there's a video of him that he recorded like with a looping pedal just in a studio. And it's a song called You Need Me, I Don't Need You. Yo, that motherfucker is good. He is he is great. He wrote, he write like, he's like all this singer songwriter stuff. Uh, yeah. That motherfucker is super talented. I check him out. He's very, very good. I, uh, when I was, uh, when I don't I was, know why I just, I just started preaching the gospel of yeah. Ed Sheeran. But <laughs> when I was, uh, uh, Working at the improvs uh, down there. Uh, this is when the social media first started. So they're like, they put me in charge of the social media. And for some reason, they had a meet and greet with Ed Sheeran at the Palm Beach Improv before Ed Sheeran was a big name. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So he was just some ginger guy with an acoustic guitar. And they were like, hey, Will, uh, do you know what Vine is? Uh, could you sign up for Vine and then uh, Vine him? And so my job was just to vine Ed Sheeran for six seconds at a time. Yeah, and I was like, this oh, guy's boy. never even going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? If you, you wonder why the Zeros on Heroes social media is garbage, it's because Will still uses Vine. Yeah. Yeah. Still... R.I.P. Yeah, rip Vine. <laughs> no, man. But that's all right. I, like, so do you have, um, like, like we were talking about influences and stuff like that. Do you ever like feel his like his style? Is that what you kind of aspire to? When you yeah, do? man. Sometimes when I'm walking on the beach and I think it's just me, like I feel his <laughs> presence right next yeah. to me, kind of like carrying me. You know? Oh no, that's Jesus. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There um, was one set of footprints. How come there are uh, four sets of footprints? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these other There's people? So many footprints. Who are these people? <laughs> Who are these ghost people? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Um. Or anytime we do a Jerry Seinfeld impression, it turns into an disease. 
Uh, oh no! Like, yeah, Who are yeah. all these people? Oh, oh no! Have you ever seen Aziz and Seinfeld in the same room? I don't <laughs> oh, think so. No, it, like, is it is it, it would is it uh, Jerry Seinfeld doing brownface or no? I think it's Aziz uh, as himself made a time machine, oh. lightened his skin like Sammy Sosa. Yeah, like Sid, just like Sammy just Sosa. Like Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa was the test run for that. <laughs> It's Aziz has Sammy Sosa tied up in the laboratory somewhere, just throwing like fair and lovely cream at him. Yeah, um, fair and lovely. Fair and lovely. Some, some fair Indian lovely. people love that. Speaking, um, speaking of uh, uh, face uh, coloring, uh, there was a what? Halloween Wait. was recent. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not a tr- that's not a segue. No, it's speaking a, of. Face color. Does it do with a? There was a thing about a Steve Martin came out in the news. Uh, this college uh, said they wanted to ban uh, the the music uh, video uh, King Tut because it's cultural appropriation oh. and it's him doing blackface. And my, it was like he didn't actually put anything on his face. It was he's just dressed up in a costume, right? Yeah. Like, do you think that is that? Now that we're looking back, talking about like earlier, looking back, like is that bad? Well, the King let, Tut song. I don't think it's like. Well, let's for the for the clarity for the listener. Will's a white guy. I'm a white Latino. I don't count. I'm fifty fifty. I cancel out. Uh, You're right. I'm what, from Pakistan. Yeah. So we have that's a, like Egypt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's real close, but yeah. <laughs> no. Would you, if someone uh, like if someone dressed up in like I I don't believe that dressing up in I mean look King the King Tut video is literally just them making fun of using the Egyptian theme to make fun of something. Yeah. Like, you know, write a goofy song. But I also, like, I saw this thing that they were uh, online. There was someone, like, protesting, saying that, like, people dressing their, their kids up in, uh, like, Moana or, like, uh, Tiana from The Princess and the Frog or whatever, that that was, like, cultural appropriation. You can't dress that. I feel like as long as you don't put stuff on their face... Also, I think they're they're looking up to a person of color as yeah. a hero. Like that's they're not doing it to, to like they're they're kids. They look they're like I want to be Moana. Yeah. Like I think that's a more positive message than saying, "Hey, you can't you you it's like it's like a like the loop of racism comes back around where it's like too far." Yeah. Uh, like to what Will said, I think as long as they're not putting something on their face. I guess it's all, I don't know. Like I feel like that in the grand scheme of things and in the world we live right now, I'd be like more worried about what the government is doing to brown people than like, <laughs> yeah. what, what Steve Martin's doing. Yeah, than what Steve Martin's doing in an old video. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, like d- digging up old videos is also like, don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. You're never going to be happy doing that. That's oh. like, you're never going to be happy. You ever, with you ever try to rewatch Animal House? Oof. No, there's a lot there. That's uh... literally one character is 14 years old, and you see her tits. Oh no! And it's like oh no! Like the actress obviously wasn't was not. She was you. playing yes. a 14. It's like oh no! Yeah, that's. How'd they get away with that even then? I have no idea. I don't know. Well, those were the days. Well, yeah, also in the 70s, Porky's was around the same yeah. time. There so. was no NC-17 rating. There was only R. So like in regular movie theaters, like in Taxi Driver, when. Uh, uh, you know that really famous actor guy, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> that guy. Civil Shepherd <laughs> to the movies, and they're watching a fucking porn. It's a regular movie theater. They don't go to a like a jerk off theater. They go to like a theater. They used to show like almost like they were X rated movies. Yeah, yeah. Back back then, they were they just didn't have like they didn't have PG thirteen, and it's like oh yeah, just go see a movie. And then next to it was 
you know the 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 deep throat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. They they were so much more lenient because of these fucking Harvey Weinstein motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But going back to the to the race thing, do you feel? Do you ever bring up uh, Pakistani stuff in your in your act? I, I use talk it? about it sometimes. Um, I don't as much as I used to. Like I don't want that to be the the whole center of the act. You know what I mean? Like, Defining your your act. Yeah, yeah I don't want it. Uh, I just want to be a comic. Um, I mean, I have little things that I talk about here and there, but um, you don't want to be a Pakistani comic. I yeah, I just want to be a comic, man. I mean, obviously, I do want to talk about my life and family and things that I went yeah. through and stuff. But I, I, I guess your experience. Is I do, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna like go up there and like do the accent and like you know, yeah, and and just uh, do it to you know, Im- impress people or just I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, look, Will makes fun of me all the time because he he claim he the joke is that you think my I'm claim my latino heritage much more now so what was the thing you i'm said? just saying if you were driving to arizona jorah pio would not pull you over no you're but, white right but here's the thing i <laughs> used to think i was this i used to not realize how different it felt because it does feel fucking different up here until i moved to new york i yeah. it, when I, I was in from miami i was around nothing but hispanic people yeah and it didn't really i didn't realize the the differences until I got here. Well, you, you know, you don't, you're white everywhere. Like you go yeah. anywhere, you're like, like there is great. no difference. Like, oh, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. There is no difference, but it didn't hit me until up here. And then that's, I didn't write Latino jokes and shit like that until I got to New York. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I hated, I hated the idea of like, I mean, I, I tell stories about living in Miami. Yeah. So like, there's nothing but Latino people there. When I, when I, there's certain references that I can't make up here just because people won't get it. Right. And then I realize, oh, it's because it's a Latino reference. Right. And slowly but surely, it's become like a bigger thing where people are constantly, you know, like, Will's trying to take my ethnicity away from me. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to <laughs> rob it from you. He's trying to whitewash a person. Oh. <laughs> no. Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, do you think you didn't write uh, um, Latino centric jokes in Miami because you saw a lot of that? type of comedy around absolutely there, done, th- it wasn't unique horribly or even like not only that well, like it wasn't it, how would i stand out if i was doing the same like everyone has yeah. those you could do the kind of do you remember in the, in the original kings of comedy when deal hughley's just start talking about like oh everybody had that toilet you had to jiggle the handle and all that. like it's literally just like hey remember we yeah. all did we all human had, experience yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like we all went through this and Literally, I could have written those kind of jokes where everybody talks about like a chancleta, the the the, the flip flop that the grandmother would take off the sandal and throw it at people and would yeah. turn a corner. Everybody had the same goddamn <laughs> boomerang chancleta joke. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah. Um, the chancleta chunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. T- <laughs> That's great. Uh, but yeah, no, I, like it's just weird because uh, I didn't feel like an ethnic person until i moved up here like yeah it just because of how removed you are from it. were you born in pakistan no i was born here you were born in California. yeah so you, your I, parents are immigrants uh, though right yeah, yeah they immigrated here that's the other thing too is like i don't want to like make fun of my parents i don't know i feel weird <laughs> about it you know what i mean like something like this country they're, they're, yeah they're good people and like i don't know maybe it's because like i'm so we're still so new in this country like they've my dad's been here like 50 years i think in the grand scheme of things that's still De- reasonably new maybe my child if i have one will grow up to be a stand-up comedian and he can joke about it with more freedom <laughs> it's also like the more generations you have of a culture here 
the let the more removed they are from like yeah. like the the Dominican culture and the Puerto Rican culture is tied to New York. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that and just that like they're just New Yorkian, you know, like even like Puerto Rico is more connected to New York than 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 Puerto Rico. Like it loses a lot of its and I think that's weird cuz like I, I you know like if you go on like I uh, went on a date with a girl that was uh that she was Korean, but she was like f- third generation here. Like her grandparents were born here, or some shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it, or like her her parents, her parents were, were born yeah. here, and she was the third. And it's like, well, she doesn't. She's American. She's very clearly American. Yeah, she's still like. I think it's important. She just to looks like, Korean. Yeah, it's, it's important to like learn about your heritage too, though. But yeah, um, I don't know, like. People who are like eighth generation Irish or something like that—they're probably so removed. It's from... the American appropriation of what Irish culture is. Is that like that kind of transition? I guess I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like uh, most people who are Irish in America, Irish ancestry, were came over during the potato famine. Yeah, yeah. escaping like, death. That's why, like, so many Irish people are like, we had nothing to do with slavery because we right, came yeah. over. We were working the mines with you. I do yeah. also think it's bullshit when they're like the Irish were slaves too. It's like, mm, uh, uh, don't make that. That's all right. Well, that's not yeah. the right time for this argument. <laughs> My favorite is when uh, people of Irish ancestry are like, you know, we actually had it worse than the slaves. Because oh. uh, if there was something happening in the mine, they would send us because uh, you know they didn't own us. Because they'd be losing oh, no. property if they lost a black person. And it's like, stop. Yeah. Calm down. Stop talking. Yeah, stop yeah. talking right now. You, you've dug such a hole that it's become a mine right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I hope in. you find something down there where you can now yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> but to that uh, that effect, like you guys were talking about, but like uh, communities, that's why like there were so many, like uh, as far as like, I feel like white people especially lose their nationality as they progress through the generations. Because when they came here, it's like, oh, we got to stick together because we're Irish or we're Italian or we're yeah, Jews. Yeah. You know, we got to stay with our community. But then it's like, once we start interbreeding, it's like, yeah, I'm like half Irish, hey, quarter this, that, yeah. that. And it's like, oh, now I'm just a regular white person. Yeah. Yeah. You're a, you're a mishmash. Yeah. You're speaking, right. speak, go, speaking of callbacks to things that weren't on the show, we're in Queens, baby. Yeah. Queens. Queens the, the most ethnically diverse area of uh, the world. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah you know. So like you were talking about like your son, your son could be... Uh, half you, half uh, you know, Asian or half uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but for for the, for God's sakes, don't let him be a comedian. No more. <laughs> no more. Yeah, yeah. comedy's over, guys. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, no. it's, hopefully it's outlawed by the time your son is. Born. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> um, do you want? Uh, let's see. How do we dismount on this? Um, with Stuart, precision. With precision. And uh, with your hands <laughs> up in the air and chest out like a gymnast. Yeah, dude. Um, with the... If, let's say... Uh, I haven't seen... What's the first thing, Stuart Lee thing, I should watch? Um, I would watch... Um, I would go on Netflix and watch the... The, the Netflix special. The, yeah, either the Netflix special, which is called 41st Best Stand-Up, or I would watch uh, Stuart Lee's comedy vehicle. I believe it's series three is the one that's on Netflix. And uh, I would probably start with a series just so you get like, yeah, you know, you, you get the idea just from watching him do 30 minutes. Sure. Um, and, and they're uh, both on Netflix. They're both on Netflix, yeah. Um, I would watch that. I, I, what I really like about him is that it, it kind of inspires me to want to write like longer shows and do longer bits and just uh, mm-hmm. – just have 
a, a lot of material and to just be so loose up there like he's very loose he's very free but he's still in control of the whole situation do um, you do you uh consider like when he's writing these half hours and stuff like that were they like time sensitive were they current events type things or was it like a monologue joke situation or was it, it was like, like a mix it was kind of like okay. a mix yeah like he would write some timely stuff um he doesn't i i've like read interviews now where he says it's hard to do it now just because the news cycle just changes yeah. so yeah, quickly that's true um it's like those lewis black specials yeah, yeah they yeah. don't age well they don't anything that's political really kind of doesn't age well um what do you do you, how, like is that writing style something you would take from him like that that is that part that that the amount of just content that he's churning out, is that like what you admire in him? I, I like that and I like just the like I said, the the looseness, just the he has like this utterly just amazing conversational style that yeah. I really like. Like I I I feel like when I first started out and even to an extent right now, I'm still kinda like uh I'm still just kinda like on autopilot, like I'm just doing things verbatim uh -huh. and so it, it's more fun to just like loosen up and riff and do stuff like that yeah, yeah. His, his point of view really comes across in his jokes like that's his voice yeah like, you can tell that's what he really thinks mm -hmm. it's like I, I really like a, i like you know some people are like i like a, somebody who's a different character on stage than off stage yeah like, i prefer a dude like Stuart lee who's like he's gonna talk the same way in the green room that he is on stage yeah. i like that i have a thing uh, where i like watching people who can't like who don't do what i do like i like mitch hedberg or like stephen wright yeah, yeah, yeah just like where i don't yeah. i don't think that way at all yeah. i am a long drawn out story yeah. person sure, sure yeah You've i like heard I, this i like uh, impressions those are great oh yeah those oh, i'm are a really? big fan of impressionists yeah dude it's, you heard his aziz it's amazing it's great <laughs> <laughs> You're a fan of what other people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Um, I uh, no, 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 but that's it's interesting because like I don't, I can't like like that's the same reason I love like Cirque du Soleil and shit like that. I'm like I can't fucking do that. How are they? That's like it's magic what they're doing. Yeah. So when someone does comedy that I, it's so removed for like like something that I can't that that I just don't think that way. Yeah. Like Brandon Ream, who's former guest of the show, did Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Um. Uh, he's a one-line monster. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Reem is uh, untouchable. All right, yeah. Stallone, do it. No, I was just going to uh, point. Yeah, walk yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but only know, do walking uh, when he killed you know, that. Uh, <laughs> oh, where do we put the body? <laughs> <laughs> Stallone's great. I used to do a really good Michael Caine, but then uh, they made that British movie, and those guys just went to town on the Michael Caine impression. What movie? movie? You know The Trip with uh, Steve Coogan? You should watch it anyway. It's uh, Steve Coogan and oh, Rob Brighton, and they just uh, – there are three movies now, but they just travel to all these different uh, exotic locations, and uh, they just do a shit ton of voices and accents. Oh, that's but awesome. Their Michael Caines are amazing. We just say the words my and cocaine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just my, my cocaine. cocaine. My cocaine? Yeah. Um, just watching Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. It's a, a good Alfred, but that movie sucks. Um, <laughs> my cocaine. Um, this has been a really fun chat. Thank you for being here, Nasser Khan. Is there anything you'd like to promote before um, you go? Yeah, you know, I I run a show with uh, Kathy Humes, another great comedian uh, at Sidewalk Cafe. Every she's uh, she's been on this. Uh, yeah, she's been yeah. on the show. Her hero guys, you guys know her. Yeah. Uh, every third Thursday at uh, Sidewalk Cafe at eight p.m. It's called Pancake Comedy. That's right. Yeah, you should come check it out and uh, check it out on Facebook. Pancake yeah, Comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah, on Facebook at Pancake Comedy, and uh, you can find me on. Uh, 
Twitter at at Nasser Comedy, N-A-S-S-E-R-C-O-M-E-D-Y. That's a tough one to have punned. You couldn't have done Nasser Comedy. I think that I have that as my Facebook username, but <laughs> oh, man. I think people hate that. Nailed how, many, it. how often do people do the Star Trek thing? Do uh, they do it a lot? Every yeah. day of my life. <laughs> oh, that's got to be the fucking well, worst. I, the first name gets mispronounced a lot, too. I get a lot of Nasser. And, uh, Did I say it right? You said it right. I said it right. You okay, said good. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad because no, do it now. Let me yeah. hear it. No, I was just kidding. What if <laughs> I force you? Uh, yeah, yeah. When people overpronounce, I get a little worried. <laughs> well, because like I'm afraid they're gonna like get an an- aneurysm trying to pronounce oh like my name correctly. I have I have, I feel bad when I mispronounce it, so I just I'm sorry. How do you pronounce your name? And that's you know like in normal conversation, not like I'm, when I'm introducing someone on yeah. stage. Yeah. Hey, our next comedian is. How do you say it? You yeah, know, that's I hate because people do that shit to me all the time on my last name. Right, right, right. And uh, I've gone like full dickhead now, where like if they make a big deal about oh how do I America, I'm like Mercadal, say it with the fucking yeah, Spanish. On. I just like host long, it. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as you're not that guy who's like croissant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, quoi. My name is Gado. <laughs> uh, hero of the day, Gal yeah. Gadot. Hero of the day. Um, Will, is there anything you'd like to promote before you go? Oh, uh, come out uh, November 26th, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, co-headlining uh, the the pit with uh, Will Carey. Oh, you're, uh, you're hosting. I'm hosting. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Will Carey, former guest of the show. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. He did Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. I forget, I forget yeah. every guest on the show. I, Other I Queens uh, native, uh, I mean, resident uh, Will Carey. He lives in Queens also. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, he's got a good podcast, too. Uh, why don't we get in the Nasser Khan podcast? Or, oh, boy. Really. I hate talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, come check out Unsung Heroes uh, every Thursday at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens, if you're in New York. If not, you can just listen to it. It's on the same feed that you're listening to this right now. You should subscribe. Yeah. You should like it on Facebook and share it on uh, Rumor has social. it that, uh, that Thor one is pretty good. Rumor has it. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's yeah. an Adele song from Jolly Old London. Bing, bing, bing. England, <laughs> British comics. Uh, Dominic make... Fogarty, former guest of the show who did uh, Harry. Right. He did like Flatbush McFisticuffs. Or... <laughs> oh, did he try to do an American? <laughs> no, accent? he did a British. It's uh, like a British hero. Novel character. Harry. Uh, Flash, Flash, Flashman, Flashman. Oh Flashman. yeah, Flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harry Flashman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The British Flash. Yeah. No, that is that is a British. Uh, and also, if you want to uh, watch me and a couple of comedians and actors be goofy and play Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you can do it live at um, on Twitch, Twitch.tv/emw3studios. Wednesday nights, every other Wednesday. But if you subscribe to the, the subscribe to the channel, you'll see all that's posted stuff up there, and uh, you can watch us be nerds. And I get to do a good. I decided to do a Latino voice, a Spanish accent oh, for my character, okay? Because I was like, I'm gonna lean into it hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's super fun. It's the nerdiest thing I've ever done, and I'm uh, having a great time. Oh, that's uh, fun, doing man. It. EMW3 Studios, Unsung Heroes on this very feed or live at the Creek in the Cave. Pancake Comedy with Nasser Khan and Kathy Humes. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, everybody have a good uh, rest of the week. All right, happy Thanksgiving. If happy, we don't see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. And uh, remember to go out and be heroic.